welcome to another exciting edition of Are You Garbage? The show where you find out if your favorite comedians are classy individuals or absolute trash. Now, here are your hosts, Kevin Ryan and H. Foley. Hey, everybody out there, and welcome back to everybody's favorite new podcast. This is Are You Garbage? I am your host, H. Foley, coming at you from the home studio here in beautiful Astoria, Queens. My co-host, about a thousand miles away from me, coming at you from an undisclosed location somewhere in southern New Jersey. My good pal, Kevin James Ryan, everybody. Hey, what's up? Down here in the bunker, baby. You know, living to fight another day. <laughs> gathering my fuck. I'm, I'm, I'm planting a garden out back, making my own turnips. You know, who knows how this thing's going to go. Storing squirrel meat in the freezer. I know, man. Um, yeah, what's up, everybody? Happy to be here. Thanks for tuning in. You know, quick uh, little business. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe. Uh, you know, you can subscribe on YouTube. All the videos, full videos of the episodes are on YouTube. So you can subscribe and watch them there. Uh, yeah, happy to be here, buddy. Yeah, do us a fucking favor, will you? We're tanking over here. Help us out. Our incredibly awesome guest that we have today. We're so happy to have him here. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, let's go over this real quick. All right. Uh, Legion of Skanks podcast, one of the biggest podcasts out there. Real Ass Podcast, the host of uh, owner, Gas Digital Ooh. Network, podcast fucking network, killing it. The creator of Skank Fest and the soon-to-be Skank Fest South. Ladies and gentlemen, if there's a fucking self-made man out there, we got him on the fucking line right now. Most of you bozos out there should take a page out of this kid's book. Ladies and gentlemen, the Puerto Rican rattlesnake, Luis J. Gomez. Ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate uh, the, the very undeserved <laughs> intro. I feel like a fucking <laughs> loser. I'm sitting here in my shitty fucking... <laughs> bedroom with stains all over my bed and i know i know i just yeah. saw i just saw your, your unmade bed i was as you were crawling to to organize the pillows and i was like we we are seeing way too much of each other yeah I will, I will i will say this i was expecting a little more out of the fucking boudoir not the uh that that ikea setup you got behind you <laughs> yeah dude i i don't as a I, business I, owner <laughs> i haven't i haven't gone into my bedroom yet and made it nice i mean it's fine it's not bad but it's like it's i have a hard time dude like the only reason I have anything nice at all is because I have a seven-year-old. Mm -hmm. And I remember, like, up until the – because I, I probably started having memories. Like, we started having, like, our first memories when we were, like, four, right? Yeah. If you think back to your earliest fucking memory, you're probably four years old. So right up until, like, his fourth birthday, I was living like <laughs> a fucking heroin addict. I mean, Playing was fucking, fast and loose, baby. He I ain't like going to fucking know. Who gives a shit? He had no memories of anything before that date. I mean, I would fucking put cigarettes out on his arms. <laughs> I would hit his mother. Fucking. No refrigerator. Yeah. Smoke crack in the house. Nobody gave a fuck. But then <laughs> right before he turned four, I started getting my shit together a little bit. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Who the fuck makes their bed as well? What is wrong with you? Don't judge me for not having a made bed. What type of, what type of sociopath Dude. gets up and makes his bed every morning? I've never made my bed, ever. I'm just saying I didn't think I'd ever see your bed. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Just watching you scream. Well, we'll and I, was, I was just expecting a little more out of the headboard. I mean, you got, like, the basic Ikea. I thought you'd have, like... Uh, it's a fucking nice headboard, actually. I'm actually really impressed with my headboard. I didn't own a headboard. Up, I fucked a fat chick in my bed maybe a month and a half ago. Cracked wagon. Yeah. And I broke my bed frame. Jesus. It was like... 
you know, it, it really, it, it wasn't good. It was, it was, if you look at it, it looked like two Mexican wrestlers going at it. <laughs> Fucking power bomber. Yeah, dude. That's and crazy. She, it was, it was like, yeah. And then uh, I had, I had to get, I, so I finally bought a headboard and I, I took a lot of time. And the first thing you attack about my room is my headboard. And now I'm very self-conscious. Well, I was, now, I was just, I was just, I was just picturing something more. I thought your room was going to look like Gene Simmons room or something like that. That psychotic. there would be like snake pillars going up and like a canopy over the bed. I want to do, um, I want to invest more into the, to my apartment. I have a two bedroom, one and a half bathroom in Harlem. I have a really good deal. Right. That's I'm not nice. Leaving this, nice. Not leaving this place until I purchase something. There you go. Um, but I'm also a spick. So <laughs> now that I got, Hola. now that I got, you know, certain things going on and, you know, I can afford certain things. Like I really want to turn my half bathroom into a steam room. And oh my God, every person in my life that isn't a spick is like, dude, you're not doing a $5,000 renovation that's on a bathroom that you have to go and turn back once you like leave your lease. And I'm like, nah, dude, that's all I want is a fucking steam room in that half bathroom. Oh, I say fucking, go for it, hundred percent. A nice steam in the middle of winter, get a little schwitz going. That's, that's fucking my problem all right. right now. My only, literally, and I will, and I'm being very accurate and very true about this. My only problem with coronavirus is that I can't steam right now. I can't name another problem with it because uh, you can't go to Equinox. Is that where you no, go, Equinox? Yeah, I'm a, I got a little bit of to... cash. This guy, and let me tell you something, Kippy. Points in his favor. The half bath really moves you up a notch. When you it got does. that extra half a bath, a powder oh, room, if you will, that's yeah. fucking class. And I don't even tell women that it's a half bath. I just say it's a full bathroom. Like that's all. Which bathroom do you want? Which one? They were, which ah. bathroom? Like, I just say which one. Ooh, there that's you a go. Fucking power move right there. <laughs> you you want to fucking impress a chick? Which bathroom? Which one? There you go. That's um, fucking class. But didn't I think Todd Lynn did that? Like, didn't he do like the? I think it's a famous story. He died, God rest his soul. So he can't refute the story. But he had a, he, you know, he got his first development deal for like, for like 150k, and he went and put like eighty thousand dollars in renovations into his apartment. It was like, like coming to America, like he put a hot tub in it, and he fucking. And then that's they, fucking great. They came to renew the lease, and they were like, "No, no, 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 we're not going to the lease. You can go." And they just like kept everything. They got the TV that comes up out of the dresser. Yeah, yeah. So. The super sitting having a hot tub in the middle of the floor. <laughs> All I want is a fucking steam room in my home. This is the only thing that I want in the world. Dude, I've been getting into it more and more. I go to the, I'm assuming you've gone at some point, the Russian Turkish baths down all oh, of course. The, that's fucking great, man. There's nothing better than that place. That's how I justified my Equinox membership because I was going to the Russian Turkish bathhouses like four times a month, five times a month. And I was like, this is costing me almost as much as an Equinox membership. And you don't have so the gym what, membership, yeah. Exactly. So now I get a fucking steam room and I get hot gay guys as well. You only get fucking old Russian dudes at the Russian Turkish baths. Mm -hmm. Yeah, a little but more eye pretty, candy. Dude, Russian. Well, if that was open right now, oh, how nice would that be? It'd be fucking I would great, say dude. we should all go spits right after this podcast. Let's just go get naked, have a little fucking, uh, uh, what is it like? It's a young boy that like massages you in the steam room. The one, the one, the one really hot sauna. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Well, if that thing was open right now, There'd be like 400,000 people with the corona because that place is a fucking germ factory. Yeah, that really is a disgusting place. They do not keep it clean. But it's That's still... the place with the AIDS breakout in the 80s, right? That was like, that was like the epicenter. No. Yeah, dude, that because it's all <laughs> fucking gay dudes fucking each other. That, that place was the epicenter of it. 
I thought it was a Chuck E. Cheese and uh, <laughs> Hasbro. No, <laughs> it's fucking. And also, uh, comedian Sam Rubinoff, he had a membership there, so he would go during the week when it's yes. just like it's dudes only. And he said, when you go, there's the one. I don't know what one it is. Like the one down on the left. I don't know if it's like the sauna or whatever. It's one of them where they ha they hang a towel. They cover the light with a towel. And yeah, if you walk do. in and don't see the light, that means that, like there's dudes, you know, blowing each Dang. other or getting hands. That's hand the jobs fucking or... party room right there. That's where you dude, fucking... imagine being gay. It's cleaning up, dude. There's imagine not a care in the world. <laughs> but I mean, think of Foley. Think about that. You're just fucking nobody. Can... Like I, I, I've been hit on in steam rooms probably a dozen times like aggressively like a guy will just fucking open up his towel and have a fucking boner and at the gym oh yeah for sure on the wow. elliptical isn't that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> hey buddy i'm doing lunches here you want to pack the fuck up <laughs> yeah, dude, wait i thought equinox would be would be freaking out about that no dude they well they started freaking out about it a couple of years ago because it was a big class action lawsuit because a bunch of fucking straight dudes who, like, you feel weird. Like, I feel like it's this weird thing because I'm going, like, I'm not hateful against gay guys, right? <laughs> yeah. But, these but I do want to sue them. Yeah. They're coming at me, dude. These homos are fucking attacking, you know? And so I'm sitting here, I'm like, oh, like, all right, well, I'm cool with it. Just so you know, it's not your lifestyle that I have a problem. It's you trying to rape me. Just want to point that out. So you, uh. you feel this weird shame. And it's also like, I'm not a woman, so it's also not the same thing as, like, a woman having a guy expose himself. Like, a chick, like, she knows at that moment, like, oh, if that guy wanted to just fucking drag me into the fucking... <laughs> yeah. That's Power, it. Like, she's for, powerless, yeah. For me, I'm going to fucking, you know, I'll, I'll light up most... Of the guys that have tried to fuck me before. Yeah, but now you know how it feels a little bit. You know what I mean? You get an idea of what women go through. And hey, you got a tight little body on you, kid. Don't be prancing around in your short shorts and nobody be making a grab Dude, at you. short shorts. You're though. asking for it. We are naked. We are in a... Oh, see, there you go. Okay? So, but here's the thing. It's, it's sort of not like a woman because all I get out of it, and we can admit it or we cannot admit it, but all I get is the feeling of feeling somewhat flattered. Right. Yeah. There's no but real then, threat. Yeah. Yeah. There's no threat. There's then a little scuzzy and a little like, all right, buddy, get your fucking cock away. Right. I'm not your fucking plaything, bitch. Right. But by the way, nice piece. Yeah. <laughs> solid piece. So, but women have the feeling of like, oh shit, you know, this guy, if he wants to, can hurt me. So there's a feeling of powerlessness that you don't have. The only way, all right, imagine this. You could probably wrap your, imagine when you walk through a black neighborhood. Oh, yeah. They can but just I, take you. Yeah, I live in the Heights, dude. I walk. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm fucking checking my six every two seconds. You know, and my head's on a swivel. I don't know. Oh, yeah, I'm a mark. But exactly, that's what the, you actually kind of feel. You know much more what it's like to feel like a woman than I know what it's like to feel like a woman. Because I could fucking, I will. You can walk any, in both worlds. Louis, dude, Louis any, J. Gomez walks in both worlds. Any three guys that have tried to fuck me at Equinox, I could probably take. Mm -hmm. None of them. They're usually older, feeble gay guys that. <laughs> That are, I mean, they're they're never like, you know, I mean, how many fucking really tough gay guys are there anyway? I mean, I'm sure there are like some badass, but I know there's a couple of MMA fighters that like um, are gay. Are there out just, MMA uh, fighters in the UFC? Uh, not in the UFC, but there's yeah. definitely a couple yeah. that are out. Um, but I think you, uh, yeah. I, I feel like Lewis is saying he never gets hit on by the guys he wants. Yeah. <laughs> There's I'm no dudes saying. that can just grab me and you know really <laughs> fuck me. You know I'm, I'm well, looking for a guy to take type. what he wants. Yeah. 
if you're going to bang a dude, you want to be banged by a fucking man, right? So I'm going to say, by the way, my son is in earshot right now. Um, <laughs> He's in there learning his fucking ABCs. Door. You're like, I want a fucking real big Puerto Rican guy. <laughs> but you want a beefy dude on top of you. You don't want no fucking little pussy. You know what I'm saying? So that's right. sort of the issue. Like, maybe it's just that I haven't been presented with the right guy. You guys are right. There you go. Mm, you never know. I never. I always. I always thought about how that must feel like what you're saying with like women when like you know there there's that fucking threat of like well this fucking you know could be some huge animal and he could just fucking grab me i remember like the first time in new york that i realized how bad like cat calling was and like how fucked up it was you know like in the 40s and 50s you hear like hey doll face how you doing i was right behind this fucking this woman she was walking she had her headphones on so she didn't hear the guy but this dude was walking towards us the other way and as he got by her this was his exact words he goes damn you got those dick sucking lips and i was like jesus fucking christ open up with a how you doing or something yeah. first pal you're gonna lead off with that like what the fuck yeah i mean it's that you know yes fine i just i don't know that cat calling it's hard for me to wrap my mind around how cat calling is a real big problem it's like my mother fucking well something like that is my mother killed herself with heroin. My dad was stabbed to death when I was four years old. I can't wrap my mind around. Words, it's, and it's, yeah. it's just, there's, I just have no empathy for a woman who's like, oh my God, my day was so horrible. Three guys said something to me on the street. I'm like, they didn't hit you. They didn't fucking take your purse. They didn't, like, what are you doing? Like, I, don't think we need to, I don't think we need to do the test. I think he's garbage. Well, he's I'm off the saying. streets, baby. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I, well, you, look, this whole fucking coronavirus thing. I'm going like, I got real problems, bitch. Of course, I don't know. Yeah. What do you want me to say? It's hard. It's a, it's a, and if you see that in less affluent neighborhoods, if you go to really like, you go to these fucking white neighborhoods or affluent neighborhoods, freaking out. People are losing their minds. And then you go to the, you know, more shittier neighborhoods. And this is why, like, you know, they'll show you pictures of people in the subway. It's like, yeah, when you go to the subway in the Bronx, people are just going to work. They're like, I don't know what you want me to say. I'm going yeah, to work. They, I, my, my landlord's not going to listen to the fact that there's a virus. I, that, that's that. I have an illegal fucking lease. I'm not even supposed to be here. Like, you know, sure. like, there's, yeah, there's 15 people in a two-bedroom. Yeah, it's like yeah, they got bigger problems. And it's just – and I know that it's irresponsible to say. It's like, I, you know, I just I, – I can't – you know, I, I understand that side of it as well. I do get it. Um, no, it makes sense. I, yeah, because I, I they're get, going. I get where you're coming from. They're going. I might get Corona next week or in two weeks, but like, if I don't have the rent on the first, like, or like, I need to, you know, I need money to feed my kids and shit like that. Yeah. They got different problems. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, my son's mother's completely out of work right now. That's that. It's just there's yeah. half the fucking income coming. I mean, we're not in the same household, but it's still like still goes you know, to the same place. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, my son has half of the income coming into his life. I should, mm -hmm. you know, put it that way. So. You know, it's it sucks, but luckily, you know, some of us fuck. I didn't have to splurge on a headboard, so I got a little bit of a cushion. <laughs> is the kid putting the screws to you for the cash? Does he know what's up? Shaking you um, down? He doesn't understand money. He's you know he he doesn't understand what the difference between five hundred dollars or five dollars is. He's a fucking child. Yeah. All right, well let's uh. So we're gonna start getting into the game here. We're gonna ask you a series of questions. You know, as a jumping off point, answer them uh, to the best of your ability. You're do you not, hold on? Do you think you're garbage? You know, you you had a bit of a a different uh, upbringing. You know what I mean? You know, your dad was murdered, and your your mom died of heroin. Like it's not you didn't have the traditional suburban upbringing. You know who ra who raised you? Uh, wolves. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, my mom raised me, but she you know she was really shitty and abusive, and 
I, uh, I think that it depends on how you define garbage. I think that deep down in my core, um, my foundation was built off of just a real big pile of shit garbage. And I think that you'll never escape that. Um, but it's just, I mean, it depends on how you define garbage. Am I currently garbage? I don't think so. Well, yeah, that's maybe- the way. Sorry to cut you off, but that's the way we look at it. It doesn't have to do with, uh, you know, economics or like how you grew up. It's, it's some, some people grew up or surrounded by garbage and that made them realize that they don't ever want to be garbage. Like I yeah. assume now that you have the place, you, like your apartment's fucking tip top. You take care of your son to the 10th degree. You make sure everything's under control. I mean, you can kind of see it in your work ethic. You know what I mean? You couldn't be, you know, like a piece of shit and accomplish what you've accomplished, you know, building, building a business and building a fucking, you know, a network. You, you couldn't do that. So you could have learned from growing I don't know, up. Weinstein did all right with it, I think. Yeah, you could be a piece of garbage. You, could, you mean- can definitely. <laughs> so here's the thing. I think, you know, a, a characteristic and a trait of a piece of garbage is maybe being narcissistic or a sociopath. And I think that you can be very, very successful while. Yeah, that's, you know, that's actually, you would argue it's a key to being, parts of elements of that are a key to being successful. Yeah, you could hurt people. You know, you could have no empathy for people that you're supposed to love and take care of. And you could, you know, you could get to a very, very high level and still make garbage decisions, do garbage things. I, when I look at like, uh, if a person is garbage, it's, it's almost like it's not about where they're at economically. No, you know, it's in spite of that. Right. In fact, it would even accentuate it more if somebody would act a certain way. Like if somebody is is more affluent and I would give them less leeway to be garbagey. So I would consider them even more garbagey um, than a person that reacted the same way that was less affluent. Because it's a bigger of a jump. Yeah. They should know better. Yeah. Yeah. So it just sort of depends on what. So I think it's about who you are, how you react, what you do to certain situations that would define whether or not you're garbage. And I think it would be, I think I'm somewhat polarizing in this category. I think you have people that listen to our shows. There's people growing right now, like, yeah, dude, this Lewis is one garbage. Yeah, yeah, fucking, yeah, for sure. And then there's other people being like, no, Lewis is a good dude. You know, he's, you know, so it just depends. Yeah, it's a little more, I mean, especially the game, it's like, it's more lighthearted. It's like growing up, did you, you know, have this or that? It's not, you know, it's definitely. Yeah, you, no, you were turning into a fucking episode of SVU. I'm no, dude. <laughs> lighting it up a little bit. I'm taking it very seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask you if you like skim milk or not. That's where we're starting. <laughs> You're talking about fucking Lex Luthor's shit over here. I mean, Jesus, you ever want to take over the world? <laughs> do, you, do, do you give your kid name brand juice boxes? That's as far as we're going. Let's start off with Sigmund Freud. Yeah, <laughs> I got one. All right, let's let's get started. Or do you, Phil, do you want to do some of the easier ones up front? Well, I'm not going to ask him about his childhood now. What the fuck? It's just, ask me. Ask I got me. one. It I was, an open book. And plus, I, the thing is, the, the, the basics are, are, they don't really apply to city kids stuff. Like something that we always start off with people, Lewis, is what grocery store did you go to I'm growing up? I'm not a city up? kid. I'm a suburban kid. I grew up yeah. in Rockland County, New York. I grew Ooh, up in the Burbs. All right. Garbage. What was the name of the grocery store growing up that you went to? ShopRite. Oh, classy. There you go. Classy place. We went to ShopRite. It was, uh, yeah, my mom worked at said ShopRite. Oh, nice. I used to work at a grocery store, too. I mean, that, that <laughs> ShopRite. School. I worked at that ShopRite, too, actually. I worked in the, uh, the, the fucking deli meat section. 
Dude, the deli yeah. meat section when I was there, it was always the kids that had weed or that would buy you beer when you were under. Dude, the deli, if you were in the deli section as like a 19 or 20 year old, you were fucking, you had made some bad turns. Don't buy meat from a fucking supermarket <laughs> deli section. I, I don't think I ever washed my hands in high school. Like once. I don't, I don't remember a single time where I, I sat down to wash my hands. Now I've showered and I've cleaned myself and I swam in pools and lakes and things. So like, for sure. But bragging. <laughs> for sure, like, my hands were clean. My hands are clean. I, I went swimming in a lake one time. My hands are clean. <laughs> well, let me ask you this. Since you brought that up and you worked there, and I'm not innocent of this either entirely, um, or my associates weren't innocent of it, did you ever do anything to anything? You ever pee in anything? Any of the like piss in the potato salad or dip your nuts in the fucking corned beef or anything like that? Not at Shoprite. No, no. We <laughs> over at Acme. Don't fucking go there. Well, well, no. I worked at a Mexican restaurant called Fiesta Cancun. I've worked every day since I was eleven years old, and I I was a kid before that since I was like since that was my son's age. My son's seven, dude. At seven, I was knocking on people's doors asking if I could rake their lawns, you know, you know, yeah. do odd jobs. Um, you same know. thing here. Same thing with Kippy yeah. too. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, I, I I was so poor growing up and you know, just having I I was also very aware. We were talking about how my kid didn't know it doesn't understand money. Like I was so aware that we were poor at that young of an age and making money was something that was sort of on my mind. Mm -hmm. So I had I always had a job. But when I was 15 years old, I worked at Fiesta Cancun, which was a Mexican restaurant. And there was like a fucking just an asshole of a guy, like a fucking old Jewish guy that was just being shitty to every Mexican that were. And I wasn't Mexican. I was just a big Puerto Rican kid. I was like twice the size of everybody. <laughs> oh, well, yeah. And I was a busboy. But uh, the whole team, I mean, I think the manager, the owner, everybody was involved. Everybody knew what was going on. They filled up their water pitcher from the toilet. Oh. Oh. I didn't do Fuck. it. <laughs> I didn't do it. I that's fucking that garbage but that is fucking awesome i love that yeah. baby the, the whole dude literally i ice went into it and went cool all right motherfucker and put it on the table and i was like they are fucking ruthless <laughs> dude that is some fucking <laughs> diabolical shit. shit that's some every cartel time, shit right there every time trump talks about the wall i'm like you know what <laughs> you don't know what these people are, are you know capable of yeah fiesta cancun or cancun yeah. fiesta well that's why dude you never fuck with fucking the waiter you never fuck with people in the kitchen you never act like a fucking asshole with that stuff because they will fucking poison you i you know i know this and i wish i could control myself but in the moment when <laughs> i'm spending money at a place I, and one thing I, I bring myself back to being this little poor kid and you know, and I, it goes, I'm like, I was like, you know, fucking hard I've worked for what I fucking, this waiter is going to forget my fucking breadsticks. It, oh, you it's not right. like that. That's garbage. It's not right. That's garbage. Not, if you're justifying, wow. if you're justifying the money you've spent on breadsticks, you're fucking yeah. trash. Doggy. You're like I'm Ricky you right Bobby's now. dad just causing a fight for no reason. I think back to shop, right? My mom working at the fucking register, just bleep, bleep, bleep. And I was like, dude, I fucking, I worked way too hard. And then I know they go back and they just, you know, fucking shove each breadstick into their asshole, pull it out, <laughs> and put it on my fucking plate. So, but really, like you're that guy. So I'm, I'm waiting on you. You order a cheeseburger. Okay. I bring it out. I'm There's like, no ch cheese I'm on like, the hey, burger. buddy, don't eat it, please. <laughs> you already can ate this, three on the walk out. Can this make it to my plate? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Dude, People I was saying, Lewis, you might be able to see. I just noticed before you got in, he's so fat, he doesn't have ears anymore. Did you notice that? <laughs> <laughs> he's so fat, it's, it's, it's gone past his ears. 
Yeah, dude. The problem is, Foley, you would be handsome. I'm noticing from this angle, dude, you need to lose weight because you'd be a handsome, vampire looking fucking gorgeous. You could be goth, dude. Put some fucking eyeliner on Foley. A fucking, fucking rock it out. Just, all he needs is to lose some fucking weight. He'd be a hot, gothy vampire. Kid. Dude, he's got the good head of hair already. Yeah, dude. You got a good frame on you. You're ath- you know, you were athletic fucking 20 decades ago, but... Mm-hmm. You can pull it. You could pull it together in the late in the ninth, dude. You're you're in your forties. You could get it together and have. He like, probably has one in him, dude. Every, I think every fatty has one <laughs> run. <laughs> one run where they're like, you know what, dude? I fuck it. They're on keto. They got their posting. They're hashtagging. They're in the gym. Foley's gonna have one of those in the next he, couple of years. I hope if he makes it, dude. He's also he's also living in Queens. That's like the height of fucking Corona. He's got at least two or three of the pre-existing conditions. I'm sure of it. I think. Well, I, I thought if the Rona, if I get the Rona and I survive it, that might take me down at least twenty pounds. Kick start, kick start the fucking program there. Let me tell you something. If Foley loses his sense of taste, he's gonna put a bullet in his mouth <laughs> in the first <laughs> first day. <laughs> He wouldn't make it to lunch. That's <laughs> it. I can't do it no more. He'd be eating eggs like, yeah. and then just fucking off himself. He'd just fucking shove the fork into his fucking. Not even wait for the off. diagnosis. <laughs> I can't go. I held on, on as long as it. I could. I, I can't go on like this. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> it's been two hours. I've eaten four bowls of crunch berries and I still taste nothing. Doc, I can't do it no more. Pull the plug. Dude, you're so fat. It's crazy. Uh, you are so fat. Oh, I love it. All right. Let's uh, stick to the topic here. That's the problem. When we get guests that are really good at, like, fun, fun to riff with, but we, we get off track on the game. It's okay. Gar- I'm assuming there's a theme. The people that are more garbage are probably more fun to riff with. Absolutely. Yes, for sure. Um, have um, you ever? I, I got a question for you. Yeah. Have you ever? Have you ever almost or gotten into a fight with another kid's dad? So, like, far. meaning, meaning, my kid, like, because of your kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not, yeah, not, not. I got into a fight with a guy who happened to be a father. Mm. Right? You're saying no, yes. like, yeah, no, yeah. Because of the kid, you're on the playground with the kid. Some kid pushes your kid. The dad doesn't do anything about it. You got to go over and fucking straighten him out. No, but I mean, I, you know, there's been moments where there's been like, you know, the, you know, the kids being a dick on the playground, you kind of look and I've never had to really deal with that for the most part. You know, you're, you're not dealing. I also, you know, we go to playgrounds in the Upper West Side, the schools in the Upper West Side. It's like, you know, it's a different class of person. You aren't really dealing with as garbagey of people up there. Yeah. Gotcha. No one's really um, going to throw down and in, in, on, you know, 89. They're Street. petrified of you. Yeah. Yeah. They're like, ah, oh, dude, please. We don't have any problems. <laughs> yeah. um, the, the, the Lewis walks in, they get their kids like, all right, time to go. And they start packing up their toys and shit. <laughs> Is it dude, recently, down already? So my son goes to like an after school program um, two days a week. And I was going to pick him up one day. It was like five o'clock. And um, I, <laughs> this is a very Lewis thing. Okay. And it, I, f- fine. Okay. Whatever. I will admit that I'm fucking crazy. But <laughs> I have my, my cell phone. Um, I have like Apple Pay. So I pay for, I can pay for a cab with Apple Pay. Okay. And um, so, sorry, here my fucking thing came up. So I go to get out of the cab and I go to pay for it with Apple Pay. And the thing says, it's, it doesn't say declined. It just says like error code. And I'm like, yeah. I was like, I don't know what's going on, dude. I keep on doing it. I did like four or five times. I was like, it keeps saying error code. He was like, it's being declined. And I was like, 
the stock being declined. I'm telling you, like I checked the balance. <laughs> and I, now, by the way, now I'm late picking up my son. I'm like three, four minutes late at this point. I'm kind of like, you know, and I'm on the, on the corner and his school's like halfway down the block. So this guy starts arguing with me. I'm like, buddy, I don't know what you want me to tell you. I don't have my, I didn't have my wallet on me. I, I just had brought my cell phone with me. I was like, I can't do anything. I was like, there's no ATM to go to. There's no nothing. I was like, either it accepts this or you got to get your shit fixed. So he's arguing with me. So I was like, all right, cool. See you later. I get up, I get out of the cab. So he gets out of the cab and starts following me. And he gets on the phone. He's calling 911. He's like, this guy's trying to... And I'm on the, my, my son's block, block now, of yeah. the school. Ah, and oh. parents are walking by. And I'm going like, ah, fucking shit. So I start walking. You're going to end up on the hood of a hood of a cop car. Like, I still love you. I still love you. This is bullshit. Yeah, dude. Call your mother. <laughs> <laughs> so the, guy, the cab driver's following me. And I'm like, buddy, stop following me. I was like, stop. Because I can go pick up my kid. I can't have him following me in front of my... My kid's not going to understand the nuance of the Apple Pay not working. My kid's only going to take it like my dad didn't want to pay for this fucking cab. And, you know. Again, yeah. Again, yeah, he didn't yeah, want to. Yeah, I, I can't let my kid see this fucking cab driver, okay? There's no way my kid's seeing this fuck. So I'm like, buddy, get the fuck away from me, dude. If you don't get away from me, I'm going to break your fucking jaw. I'm threatening this guy now. Now I'm robbing him and I'm threatening him. <laughs> Multiple crimes are being committed on my son's school's block. This is weeks ago. This is right before the coronavirus outbreak. This isn't years ago. This is so my buddy, get the fuck away from me. What are you? He's like, he's like, oh. So he's starting to chase me. Now people are starting to line up with cell phones and take. Oh my god. Oh. Are you still so, trying to be polite to the other parents? Like, hey, Mrs. Fleming, good to see you. Yes, get so the fuck away from me, man. <laughs> yes. Hey, Patty, looking good. I'll fucking kill you. I swear to God. <laughs> Just want to see my kid. So I ended up literally running after him and chasing him because every time I'd come near him, he'd back up because he was a pussy. So I started running after him and chasing him. So he starts running away from me. So I was like, all right, I think I can get him to run enough away from that direction that I can well, run back can get in this back. direction, take off my hat and jacket really quick so he just sees me from behind. And I don't think he's going to notice the back of my head. It's going to be me. I was like, let's just fucking do this. So I ran after him. He runs. I run. Some lady's like, what are you doing, sir? I'm like, fuck you, lady. My business. <laughs> I got to get my boy. <laughs> then I run to my son's school, and I'm sweating and fucking nervous. I'm like 10 minutes late. And he's like, hey, dad. I'm like, hey. So we, we walk up the walk, and we go down the other walk. I'm like, I'm not going to go that way. I'm going down the other way, right, to get on the next avenue. I'll hop another cab. Sure enough, as soon as I get to the corner, I see the fucking guy pull up right to the light. He looks at me, uh. makes eye contact. <laughs> And I'm like, fuck me. Leave me alone, son. <laughs> Jesus. So I, I call another cab that's coming in the opposite intersection. I get in it. He jumps out of his cab and starts running like Terminator 2 toward my cab. Okay? <laughs> I'm looking at him. I'm like, sir, go, go. My son's like, dad, who is that guy? And I'm like, he oh, you got the cab. kid already? Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah, no. I'm in the cab with my kid. I'm like, he wanted to steal our cab. Go, sir, go. And we have a high-speed chase. Not a high-speed chase. But we have a chase. A pursuit. A pursuit. A pursuit where my cab is just going. He jumps back in his cab, and I see him get fucking cut off. I mean, the look on this guy's face as I drive away, it was fucking priceless. But Jesus it was, yeah, Christ. It was, it was one of my low points as a father. <laughs> You're fucking garbage. But that was fucking awesome. That, that's like a fucking, that's like a trashy version of a Jim Carrey movie. Yeah. Like the end yeah. of Liar, Liar. I well, got to get like, you back uh, to your mother's house. <laughs> I, I have a lot of Larry David moments, so it's like Jeez. I'm I'm sort of justified in the initial annoyance or whatever you meant, it is. Yes, you meant well at the moment. You're like, hey, but man, I'm trying. I'm not. Yeah. His but, thing didn't yeah. work. 
I don't. Just yeah, you're say, not wrong. You're not in the wrong. You're, I'm not even slightly wrong. At that point, you know, I could I've waited for the cop. It just became this whole big thing. I just didn't think this guy was going to chase me. Yeah. God bless this guy. It was like did a you, fucking did you have dollar fare. Yeah. It wasn't even a crazy fare. Did you have cash on you? No. No. But okay. if I did, he still wouldn't have gotten it. From yeah, yeah. Lewis, had, Lewis had a 20 in his pocket the whole time. <laughs> he gets in the cab. He's like, starts peeling off 20s. Fuck that, dude. Fuck that. That's he crazy. He's a shit. So. You know, for all you know, he could have had the fucking Apple thing disabled because he just wants cash. Because in the beginning, when they started doing credit cards like that, they hate none it. of the drivers wanted to take credit cards. They want the cash. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe he did something like that, but he was a piece of shit. So. I feel like we're involved in the easiest confession that I've ever. We didn't. We didn't ask questions. You you walked in here telling us everything, just spilling your guts. <laughs> <laughs> At one time, I picked up my kid after I had stole a cab and beat up a cab driver. I threatened a nurse. I uh, I killed a nun. We got in the cab. Uh, I used to. I never washed my hands at the shop, right? Oh, that's great. All right, I got one. Have you ever used a Coinstar machine for less than $20? Oh, oh for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> for sure. Dude, I used to do that to try to just get a pack of smokes. You know what I mean? You'd be like, I got eight, I got eight bucks. Let's go. I used to Don't put you? them down as my financial institution applying for fucking <laughs> loans and shit back in the day. Dude, I used to fucking... My Coinstar was a regular thing I, I would do when I was younger, like college years, of course, dude. Yeah. We just fucking... But... Uh, I remember there's a place in Harlem right now. I don't even know if check cashing places are still up, but they must be. But if you go to 127th, there's a check cashing place, and it's like a knockoff Coinstar company. I don't know what it's called, but it's like a, it's not Coinstar. It's a knockoff mm -hmm. company because Coinstar machines are pretty fucking high class. This shit's like <laughs> the fucking. He's got, he's got levels of Coin County machines. You think Coinstar is high class? They're serving champagne. Class, dude. Dude, let me tell you something. All right, Coinstar is like a nice machine <laughs> made in the past. Like, I'm to, this company still uses the first coin counting machine that came out in like '83. Okay, yeah. this just a monkey like, in there rolling them up and putting them in those, putting them in those little rolls. So this machine, what it does is, it, this is fucking psychotic. You do the Coinstar machine, and then it just prints out a slip with the amount of money on it. Right. There's no barcode. There's nothing yeah. to scan. It is like, uh, I mean, you can literally just go and take this. And then go recreate whatever it. Whatever number you want on it. You can recreate it with ease. You can probably look do it Foley. on your phone. Look at Foley right now. Look at his face. He's like, this is a fucking brilliant idea. His eyes start going like slot machines. It's like cherry, cherry, cherry. Doggy, I'm telling you right now, it was fucking, I've never done it because I, I just, I only noticed it was I don't need money that badly. But you can definitely do this. There's no question. Because I, I went to Coinstar with my kid to, to fucking do like a, a piggy bank's worth of fucking thing. And that's how I noticed this. And I was like, this, I was like, this is just, it just says the number. You can wow. put you, whatever it is. And it was just a busy check cashing place. There was nobody else. There was so, all these people. They would never know. I mean, you're not going to get away with taking thousands of dollars, but you could probably get away with getting a couple hundred dollars in one city if you're in a fucking pickle. Yeah, yeah. see, that's what I would do. I would step over. I'd go, $30,000, please. Fully's <laughs> <laughs> wearing a top hat and a monocle. Like, <laughs> just uh, good afternoon, gentlemen. 30 grand, please. <laughs> Small <laughs> bills, if you don't mind, sir. I already ordered uh, an Uber XL. It'll be outside in a minute, so we need to pick this up. <laughs> oh, that's great. Are you gentlemen paying Bitcoin by any chance? Yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have anything, uh, like, you can't do anything with your toes or anything like that, can you? Like, play piano or you double join it or anything like that? 
No. Because that's real garbage. Remember the kid that could like put his arm all the way back there? His yeah. family was never prominent in the community. <laughs> that is true. That his is dad true. was never running for mayor. I had a friend who could take his shoulder blades and like essentially he didn't dislocate them. What he could do is just his shoulder blades would like imagine his back is here. They would come out of his back and they would fuck. It was like almost the amount of dexterity we had in his shoulder blades. We'd take can we I was in a band, Salty Black Flower in high school, and drummer, garbage. So, the drummer and bassist are always fucking. I like fucking I like how we, I like how I we dropped, bassist. I know, dude. I, I like know, how dude. we dropped the name of the band like it's Salty Black Flower. Oh yeah, dude. We're gonna push the website real quick, <laughs> please. So his shoulder blades, if you can imagine, they would come out of his back and they would crush a can, like long ways, and then come back in. It was like he was a. Di- it was crazy, dude. It was like a. <laughs> it was like a Stegosaurus. Yeah, dude, it was crazy. So what's that guy doing now? He's not like the head of pediatrics at fucking Mount Sinai or anything like that, right? No, that guy, and I believe this is what he told us, his dad used to own, his name was Chicky Bruntfield. And his, <laughs> That's his a white trashy trash, name. That's trashy name, white they trash. made them Chicky. Yeah, Chicky. And his dad, all, Chicky Sr., his dad... <laughs> Chicky the third. Owned the like shitty used car lot. Now, not Aww. not a not a. Um, it wasn't like, certified pre-owned or anything. It no, was like, no, no, no. It no, was no. like a one car sale. Shit cars. Oh, yeah. Put them in a lot and had people buy shit cars from him. You'd go like. It was probably just like a trailer. The office was just like a trailer with yes. a set of stairs. Yeah. But uh, my first two cars were bought from Chicky's dad. <laughs> Chicky, Chicky's got a yeah. He's one got a good a deal 19- on a Honda. 1987 Chevy Cavalier, like the big top car. Yeah. Um, and then I uh, Nissan 300 ZX, 1986, Ooh. forest green. Jesus yeah. Christ. That's Shit fucking, cars. That's a like none of them. Right like there. like they, he was friends with the the other like auto body. I don't know this for a fact, so I shouldn't say this. If he's still operating, I'm not, I'm I'm making the joke, but sure. this is the type of business that it is. Like he knew the guys that would do inspections. Like in Rockland County, yeah. And, so you, you know, just so get a... nudge. Yeah, dude, there, there was a place in Rockland County. I forget the name of it. I'm like, I'm literally just fucking naming names now. I'm a fucking rat. But this place, you would go and you, <laughs> you pay are. the inspection fee, but then you would just pay the guy an extra fifty bucks, and he would just pass you on inspection. Jesus Christ! Yeah, we always buy shit cars. My my family always had shit cars that would never pass the inspections, and this is the way we. It was the most dangerous, irresponsible thing, ever. Yeah, my buddy was a mechanic, and he used to be able to roll back the dial. It was older cars, but he'd be yeah. able to, to roll back the, uh, the, the, what, the fucking... What's wrong? That, to me, there's nothing wrong with that. That's just you figured out a... You know, that's like a federal crime to fuck around with a dial. Oh, you, you, what do you mean? You get, you know, if your engine could blow up or something like that, if it has 100,000 miles, you say it's brand new. Well, also, like, you're... I mean, you're not going to buy a 1991 fucking Honda Civic with six miles on it. Like, you're not going to roll it back that much. It's still going to have, like, 70K. They sit at your highway, huh? <laughs> <Six miles. laughs> right off the lot. 1984 fucking Caprice Classic. Never, uh, never, t- you know, driveway kept. That's too good. Just a couple more questions for you here, Lewis. Uh, Kippy, you got one? Yeah, have you ever? I, 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 this has to be a yes. Have you ever owned a butterfly knife? <laughs> Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this finally, I found the perfect person to ask these questions. I know, Have you man. ever owned a collection of any of the following, Mr. Gomez? Yeah. Numchucks. Yeah. Chinese stars. Yeah. 
Dude, he's been asking everybody, and everybody goes, what the fuck? <laughs> Finally, you're the only other person I ever met that owned Chinese stars. When I was a kid, if you had a Chinese star, that was like pulling out a fucking 12-inch cock. It was fucking everybody back the fuck up. Yeah, dude, and we, we, we there was a, a little martial arts store that just sold children weapons. Was- <laughs> you could get, dude, in the early 80s, in the 80s yeah, and 90s, you could get your hands on weapons as a youth. <laughs> You when can I was get your eight, hands on weapons. I can go buy sharpened size when I was eight. That's yeah, that. That's I it, yeah. Buy, I can go buy a, a straight-up uh, uh, blow gun, like a blow dart gun. I Dude, I used to have one. We would go to, like, the, the flea market the, at the racetrack, at the Philadelphia yeah. racetrack, go to the flea market, and they were, like, darts. They were, like, this. They were, you know, they yeah, were, they like, were that long. Inches, they were very thin. And it was, like, the black tube, and you go, and, dude, you could fucking – you could hurt a kid with that for sure. Yeah, you could take somebody's eye out, maybe mm-hmm. – Maybe kill them if you had the, the perfect aim to their throat. Yeah, good lung most, capacity. The most, the most lethal thing that we used to fuck with was the pellet gun. Remember the pellet gun? The step mm. up of the BB gun? For you, I think it's trans fats. <laughs> <laughs> well, like the pellet the gun pellet. with the sharpened pellets? Is that yeah, what it, it, was, it was like almost shaped like an hourglass. Yeah, it was like it a would... flat wall instead of like a circle. It was like, yeah. a, like, a, like a slug. That'll we fuck have, a squirrel up. We used to have BB gun wars. Like, and just We used to have 10-pump BB guns. And we the rule was a you ten have, pump BB gun. Yeah, where you so, pump it was, yeah. two times, and then we'd shoot each other, and it would sting a little, it would hurt a little bit. But then you know you pump you it get three crazy. times, yeah. <laughs> you get four times. <laughs> now, now we're like just fucking nine pumps each. We're like no, I didn't do ten. Just zoom, zoom, zoom. Yeah, 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 we used yeah. to just pierce each other's bodies, faces. Like it was psychotic, dude. Dude, the eighties and nineties were a fucking were a different time for sure. All right, I got one. Uh, have you ever gone to a bar and asked the bartender, what's the cheapest beer? Not in a long time. No, I always have the, the, the self-awareness to just find out what the cheapest beer was. And- yeah, like you can, you can eyeball it sometimes. I think Foley yeah. was telling me one time you were at like, it was like, it was some like industry party or something. And Foley's like, how much are the uh, Coors Lights? They're like, it's, <laughs> it's an open bar, you idiot. He's like, all right, I'll take two fucking Jack Daniels or whatever. Yeah, I, I, I used to go to a place called The Village Idiot in New York City when I first moved here, and it was underage drinking, 19 years old, nobody gave a fuck. You just go in, and uh, yeah, that place had $5.50 pitchers of uh, oh, Jesus Bud Ice. That'll fuck you Oh, up. my God, a bar that serves Bud Ice. Jesus <laughs> Bud Christ. Ice, $5.50 pitchers. We would sell comedy club tickets on the street, and then we would go to this bar and get obliterated. Just fucking, I mean, so I spent my 21st birthday there. I fell asleep in the garbage outside. Woke up at 6 in the morning. Garbage men shook me awake. You are literally garbage. Literally garbage. <laughs> this, is, this is too easy, man. Yeah. Uh, Have you ever gone to a uh, to medieval times or a renaissance fair? Renaissance fair, yeah. Have you, yeah. Ever, have you ever hooked up with a girl that worked at the renaissance fair? No, most of the people that I grew up near uh, were racist. All the all the white chicks that were willing to work at a Renaissance fair. It was a it was a weird um, cross section of nerdy people, but white trash. So the people that would work at the Renaissance fair, like they were kind of weird and kind of nerdy and a little bit like it's almost like juggalos. That's a be- mm-hmm. the best way. Like juggalos, I bet you there's a lot of juggalos that have worked at Renaissance fairs. Yeah, I can see that for sure. For sure, juggalos scare me. They say what, they claim to be like a, 
A little bit. A little bit of that and a little bit. It looks like those fucking things are just like mayhem. Like people fight. <laughs> I can see Foley bouncing around with like a, one of those big three liters of Fago or whatever. Well, that's yeah, the yeah. thing. Those, those, that's where I would get laid the most. Those fat guys fucking close hot chicks at those things. Those guys yeah. are disgusting. You put a little fucking uh, clown makeup on, all of a sudden you're fucking Brad Pitt. <laughs> all right, I got one more for you. Do you currently, like if you were to get a phone call that you have to go you know, to a wedding tomorrow, do you have a suit right now that fits you? Yes, but only because I just went to a wedding. I buy a new suit every time I go to a wedding. Because ah. I get invited to a wedding. I fluctuate in weight so much, and I get invited to a wedding once every year or two, right? And almost every time I got to go buy a new fucking suit, and I go to these trashy, like, Harlem suit stores. <laughs> you come out oh, looking like the fucking... Best. <laughs> like Patrice O'Neal top hats. <laughs> Like Looking like a 2001 like draft pick, NBA yeah. draft pick. Yeah, Going to a black prom. It's obnoxious. <laughs> it's obnoxious. Yeah, yeah dude. Uh, so that's where, that's every time I buy a suit, that's where I buy it from. I feel like uh, every adult, every adult male should be able to like jump into a suit. Like you should, like you're doing, you know, if you can't get, if you don't have a suit on hand, you gotta, you gotta get something together. You know what it is though? I, I, you know, I work for myself. I don't, I don't know. I think I don't, you know, I wear sweatpants to fucking work every day. Yeah. And I, I didn't get into this business that to fucking wear a suit. You know, you know, I don't know. I have friends who fucking are Emmy winners that when they show up to these award shows, they show up with a fucking, you know, in sweatpants and fucking sneakers. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And in my opinion, that's way more fucking of a boss move than yeah, just to show up and whatever the fuck. Yeah, but like I'm fucking better than this. Yeah, I'm not fuck living, this stupid I'm not, thing you're doing. Yeah, I'm not living my life by this standard. I've created my own fucking standard, and that's the way people should be. I like that. Louis Louis J Gomez dropping gems here, dropping fucking oh, yeah, knowledge in everybody. Louis, I want to thank you so much for sitting down and for talking with us. Uh, is there anything that you'd want to let everybody know? Not that they don't already know. Um, I mean, nobody listens to this, so I mean. Just <laughs> I listen Hello. to it. It'll be me and Kippy later on. Guys, <laughs> yeah. hey, anything you want to tell us in the future? <laughs> <laughs> so I thought you guys know you're really cool. I really like hanging you, out buddy. with you guys today. No, thank you guys for listening. Uh, I, I got a couple pods. Go to my, my website, gasagentalnetwork.com. It's a, it's a great network that has 22 podcasts, including Legion of Skanks, uh, Real Ass Podcast, Believe You Me with Michael Bisping. That's the other one that I host as well. Um, and we're doing a 30-day free trial if you use the promo code HOME. So you can get... Ah. 8,000 hours of the funniest podcast on the planet. Andrew Dice Clay's show is up there, the first season of that show. He's not doing it anymore, but he's still up there. Um, a lot of incredible shows, so go check that out. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Keep on fucking supporting great shows like this. It's a lot of fun. It's a great show. Thanks, Thank man. you. appreciate Louis. you doing really it. really appreciate it, buddy. Uh, Kippy, you got anything? Yeah, all my live dates, KevinRankComedy.com. <laughs> uh, you know. No, uh, guys, just rate, review, subscribe, share with a friend. We appreciate the support as we get this off the ground. Absolutely. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we will see you guys next week. Lewis, thank you again, brother. Everybody make sure they check out if they don't already, which I'm sure most people listen to this already know who you are. Gash Digital Network. Uh, thank you guys so much. Lewis, thank you, buddy. Thanks, guys. You're the best. Hey, buddy. Fun Talk show. to you soon.